Hello, everyone. Welcome back, everyone, <laughs> to Film Rob Podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm your host, Mister Film. <laughs> I got my I got my two co-hosts here, Mister Rot and Mister Podcast. Mister Podcast. Wait, wait, which one of us is Rot and which one's Podcast? I think Trevor has to be right, kind of. I mean, I, I honestly no, kind of defaulted right. to that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, when, when he said, I mean, like, I, it occurred to me after a second, I was like, oh, wait, he didn't really say which one of us was which, but I did immediately assume that I you was wrong. You knew that you were right. Yeah. I'm a gross, disgusting little boy. Anyway, yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while since we recorded one of these. Because I haven't edited mm. I've been really busy uh, just sitting in the dark and being sad. It's picking up a lot, well, there <laughs> was up the, a lot there of There was the time. war. <laughs> we fought in that guerrilla conflict for like a week. It did not go well. We tried yeah, to do the merchant, like the private military company arc. I don't know if we've ever talked about that on the podcast before. But... We have, yeah. I think that arc was born on the podcast. Well, we, we went ahead and went through with that. We might have to give it another go around sometime, because not a great trial run, I'll, I'll tell you that. But a lot of civilians. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Dead. Their blood on our hands. I mean, but. I've always heard them say, you know, you either die a hero, that whole thing. But like, fuck, dude. I mean, I've I did not know, like babies would splatter like that. Like Jesus. <laughs> fucking nightmare um so yeah thoughts and prayers for the people of Herzegovonia. um otherwise we're back at it we're back at it with a movie that gabe watched is that that what happened i i'm calling it right now you watched it gabe i i think you watched it too right i think i've been hyping it up like he didn't watch it but I think he did. I think that could be exactly why he didn't watch it. But if he does, there, he is an evil, evil man. And my heart is shattered. If he didn't watch it? Yeah, if he didn't watch it. I actually don't give a fuck. But I would appreciate it. <laughs> well, speaking of watching things, uh... We did it. We finished all the DC movies. Oh, right, yeah. And I was there for some of them towards the end. Yeah, me and, me and Gabe watched the entire DC AMU, and Trevor did also just like three years ago. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you, you you watched like the last... I, I mean, know, I like had apparently or... missed... I had missed the Constantine, like City of Demons. Which is actually great, yeah. kind of. I mean, it's not, but for those movies... It's one of the better ones. It's pretty high up there in my list. Do you guys remember yeah. how far we were last time we mentioned this? No. I think Not it was even sort of. It was just before Death of Superman. Okay. I think, I think it was Bad Blood. I don't know. That's insane why. that you remember that. Uh, like, if I, that's accurate. I was gonna say, I think, I feel like Suicide Squad was the last oh, one. Oh, it could mentioned. be. I don't know which one's which, but uh, I just know because I watched Death of Superman with you guys. No, that, that would be right. Like, that would, Uh-oh. that would add up, uh, cause yeah, the one we watched after Suicide Squad, like, a month later was, uh, 
death of Superman. I just, I don't know if there's anything of note we wanted to say about you know close the book on this on this one, but uh, gay baby. <laughs> <laughs> there's a gay baby in Reign of Superman. Yeah, Lex Luthor uh, takes his sperm and mixes it with Superman's sperm and makes a gay baby. I talked to my dad about that because he's watched like the live action Teen Titans for some reason. And I was like, they do the mm-hmm. thing with Superboy where he's like a clone. He's like, yeah. So it's like where it's like Lex Luthor and like Superman. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, so like a gay baby. Like that's that's what it is. Like, well, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but it's like, I mean, <laughs> if you made a gay baby, like that's that's how you'd make a gay baby. Like I don't know what to say. Like that. Precisely. Yeah. And you go about it. Is it is like the most like homoerotic like scheme a villain can do, I think. Oh yeah. Like, I made us a child, Superman. <laughs> it's actually pretty great that like Lex Luthor I think that's like we need to tap into that kind of Lex Luthor energy more. Cause that's that's pretty funny and, and, and it kind of on brand, I feel. Uh was it this guy that I watch on YouTube and did a bit about like Lex Luthor starting a podcast so he could feel relevant compared to Superman? So <laughs> like, yeah, everybody will think you're normal. Just have a podcast. <sighs> he, he is kind of like Elon Musk in those movies. He, he, yeah, he is the Elon Musk of the DC universe in the worst ways. I have to bite my. I have to bite my tongue. He's always listening. <laughs> That's right. You got Star <laughs> Satellite. He might shut it off. Like did to your crane. He hears. Somebody could hears. in theory like work out my location based upon like things we've said. Which Starlink plan I have? <laughs> I thought about that in the shower uh-huh. yesterday. I don't think anyone's going to do that. No, I know, but, like, if somebody wanted to... Could they? Like, I mean, in theory, I mean, they would they would still have to, like... They wouldn't be able to narrow it down completely, but, like, they could get a pretty good idea. Have we even said anything that would reveal, like, what? Uh, what I don't think... Maybe it's... not on the podcast directly. But, like, if you really wanted to go down the rabbit hole directly... Like, if you followed back to our letterbox, I've said things on my okay, letterbox yeah, that could indict me. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking through Batman Hush. That's alright. Some people don't like that one. I thought it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. That Riddler solved the ultimate riddle. That was the. Part I really like. Um, yeah, the the Constantine movies were good. The Constantine trilogy. I think that mm. Constantine's pretty great. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan. You gotta watch the House of Mystery. Oh yeah, that that is technically canon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But it's a short, so it's canon to like the Tomorrowverse stuff and. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. And the original one, which is a yeah. wild thing, but 
we gotta get to the tomorrow verse yeah, but the thing that sucks is that like it's that, like they're just kind of ending it prematurely now. Oh, it's already ending. Yeah, they're doing like a war world, and I think that's gonna be it. Because James oh. Gunn and like Saffron or whatever his name is, like they don't want. Oh, they want to tie. They want yeah, animation it, to be canon to the. They want everything. I was reading about that. They want games, TV, all of it, one universe. And I think it's kind of lame, but I don't know. I think I think that is kind of lame. I think the like the best DC has done has been in not doing that, and I feel like doing that is just like yeah, like literally like the definition of insanity. Like I I don't know. Like you had the one thing that worked and you're like, "Now let's try it again." Let's try the thing that we failed at for, like, two decades. Like, let's, let's keep up with it. Yeah. Because, like, DC definitely has better stuff than Marvel in terms of, like, animation and television shows, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe not now with Disney Plus, but... And also, I, like, I would say probably still now. Probably still. Uh, yeah, I would say I, still. Maybe not in the public. Yeah. Maybe not whatever. I guess popularity-wise, I guess. Um, yeah, but that's true. That's true. Oh god, I said that yeah like, and like Gabe would. Yeah. <laughs> well, play that back sometime, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get that so often. Um, the Batman, the Joker, the Suicide Squad, those were like all the best. Those are the best DC movies in like 10 years. In, uh, in my... I like they to call it the, the trilogy. But... <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's still, I, I still think that works. I don't care what anybody says. I know Joker. <laughs> still. It's disappointing, but I mean, they still got a couple. They got a few out before then, like. Like what? There's a Green Lantern one. There's like a League of uh, whatever they're called, the the future ones. You guys know what I'm talking about, like the Future Justice League thing. They oh, do. yeah. Um, Rick, what is that called? Uh, it's in Supergirl. I keep wanting to call it League of Superheroes, but I swear to God, if that's what it is. No, that might be it. I gotta <laughs> be honest. <laughs> <laughs> League of Superpowered People. The last one was pretty good. Uh, Apocalypse War, the final. Yeah, that's, that's a wild time. Yeah. It's the Legion of Superheroes. Ah, I see. That's actually Legion's cooler. But yeah, I mean, fucking Apocalypse War is nuts. Yeah, it is. It is relative to the others like it's it's pretty great it's like infinity war but they couldn't bring everyone back from the snap they just died <laughs> yeah like it, it is like they're in game but it ends i mean i mean they they beat the villain i guess but <laughs> like but it's the bad ending still yeah it's the bad ending they, they lost the entire world it, it's just kind of crazy like whenever i like look back on it like, the whole series, I'm like, God, like, all of this ends in, like, half, like, like, 80, like, 98% of the cast getting obliterated. Like, th- yeah, that's it, kind of nuts. 
something I thought about was just like, I don't know, because it's like, I, around the Suicide Squad, I was getting a little burnt out of just watching all these movies, but the end of Apocalypse War when it's just like the, the, the survivors just like setting on the beach, it's like, that was a, it just made me think about like, hey, I'm kind of glad that I watched all of these movies, even though this is the best one, it's like, it's probably uh, one of the best ones. It's like seeing them all added a little bit more to it. Uh, you just got like Nightwing, who's like insane. I love that he's like in a straight jacket on the beach with them, bro. <laughs> Half of them are like, or maybe it's just Wonder Woman, right? He's like a fucking cyborg now. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about them doing that because I did not watch that one with you guys. You get a nice little moment between uh, Batman and uh, Damien. Was cute. I like Damien. Yeah, that was that was actually a really nice moment. And Damien, yeah, Damien went from being borderline unbearable to decent character. <laughs> he he was. He I, was, I like Damien. He was all right. Those movies made me like Damien. They kind of, I think they kind of did for, I don't hear nearly as much Damien hate since they wrapped those movies up than I did before. Like, like <laughs> I, I still hear Damien hate, but like, I not nearly like the, you know, yeah. to the degree that I used to. So maybe it was a good PR for him. <laughs> I mean, before that, it was like, what, Injustice? And he, he killed Dick Grayson in that. Like, <laughs> that wasn't a good look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else to say about the DCA. And the, on to Disney September, I say. Yeah. Disney September, baby. <laughs> like G-Force. Man, what a time. <laughs> and <Art>. Heavenly Sword. <laughs> <laughs> we did watch The Flash. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, kind of. I kind of wanted to recommend that for the podcast, but oh well. I think it's the best the way that it worked out. No, it is. One hundred percent is. It wouldn't have been a good episode. The Flash. Uh, it turns out it's bad. It turns out it's kind of a terrible movie. <laughs> kind of an awful dog crazy. Shit. <laughs> if if you can believe it, <laughs> not yeah. good. If you haven't heard what everyone else has already said, uh, it's all true. Um, <laughs> Every bit of it. <laughs> it's long. It's boring. Uh, it has some of the worst CGI I've seen in a big budget superhero movie in a long time. Ezra Miller is fucking terrible <laughs> in it. And the decision to have two Ezra Millers... <laughs> The decision to have the starring Ezra Miller, co-starring Ezra Miller, is like an unhinged <laughs> decision. And that just makes the movie so much worse. Like, it's like, you don't think Ezra Miller could be more annoying? And then they introduced an annoying version it's of like Ezra the, it Miller. It's like they did it on purpose. Yeah. It's like they it's like, wanted oh, you, you to feel you pain. Think, you think this is bad? Like, wait till you see the one that doesn't even have his powers yet. <laughs> Um, I do just want to point out because I do think it's like the funniest thing ever uh, we watched it with our friend Andrew and it gave him nightmares 
So just a warning to anyone out there who's brave enough to watch The Flash, you might suffer from nightmares. You might get so. trapped in the Speed Force. Yes, he had a nightmare about being stuck in the Speed Force and then coming out and seeing another version of himself and just freaking out because he was afraid the universe was going to like implode or something. <laughs> Bro, that just reminded me I had a nightmare last night. No. I was Batman. And for whatever reason, Alfred stabbed me like Bro. in my like you know like in your like collarbone or like I I don't know, it's like right above your sternum. Yeah. Like he stabbed me like right there with like a fingernail, but it was like four inches long. And it just and I just felt it in my chest and it was just like there and he did it for some reason like it wasn't like out of malice there was like some strategy behind it but i remember nothing else except actually feeling it like hurt just like throbbing it's a little and i was batman that's pretty cool that you were batman do you remember what uh batman costume you were wearing uh did you look like Michael Keaton, like you couldn't turn your neck. Or... <laughs> That's the scariest part of all. He screams, but he can't turn his neck. <laughs> it was. It was. Rotate your whole body to look in another direction. I think it was a. It was a black cow, uh, and I had the white eyes, okay. and it like just whited out eyes. Uh, and I think I had the long ears, but beyond that, no, I, I don't know. I don't remember any specifics. I like long ears. It sounds like a pretty good bat suit so far. <laughs> Do you guys see that James Gunn? People were mad at like James Gunn last week because he had some old Facebook posts where he was just like saying the Michael Keaton Batman movies are fucking terrible. And he also said the first Christopher Nolan Batman isn't very good. Which <laughs> I agree with. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he's right. <laughs> he's right. I mean, I don't know about the Michael Keaton <laughs> ones, but like... Yeah, he's right about the Nolan one, I think. I, I don't think it's bad, but it's not not great. It's not the right home about. They delayed Dune. That happened since we recorded. I, yeah, I feel like everything's going to start getting delayed now. Warner Brothers is canceling a bunch of like uh, smaller like sub-studios, basically. To make... Because they're saying the strike is costing them a lot of money, so... <laughs> they're shutting down a bunch of like smaller projects that they've been working on um, uh, oh there was that rumor like a couple weeks ago that the MCU is going to get rebooted I don't know if that's if there's been any follow up on that or what but please don't <laughs> I can't go through it again don't want to I really do think that would kill it off like i i don't think people would give a shit if they got rebooted no they need to just salvage what they've got like i i, I mean i don't even know like to, to reboot it just it would just be such an asinine thing i can't even like mm -hmm. i can't even tell you why not to do that it's just so readily obvious to me like <laughs> in my head that you shouldn't go that route. But, I don't know. Yeah. Unless it was just, 
I, I just don't think you could touch, like, any of the characters you've already done. No. Because, like, anyone who's already lost interest, they don't want to see another Iron Man movie. And the people who haven't lost interest, like, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man for those people. They probably would just get mad if there's another Iron Man or, like, another Captain America or whatever. But really, I just think it's, like, too soon. Like, no, yeah, they barely... If you reboot it, like, give us, like, give us, like, a five, six years at least without one before you reboot it. Like, I don't think you can go from, like... Yeah, I don't think you can keep up doing, like, three a year, but it's, like, new new universe now. Yeah, it would be, it would be disgusting and lame. So don't do Which it! Means, well, definitely do it. Don't do it, guys. Here's an idea. Let's just make a good movie. The Marvels. No boy. It's 90 minutes. It is 90 minutes. Huh? That's pretty awesome. I That's... really hope it's good. <laughs> that feels ambitious. I don't know. I don't know what they can do. It's getting me more excited than like any Marvel thing has, like since since like Endgame. Just because it's like, oh well, ninety minutes. Well, I guess yeah, I got just... ninety minutes to kill. I mean, <laughs> I think it is the shortest. It will be the shortest MCU uh, movie, and I could be wrong about no, that. No, I, I, it has to be. It I has. Mean, to I think be. they're I don't all think like at least two mostly hours. two hours. Yeah. That gets me excited. Yeah, I think it could just be like a really fun, fast-paced, good time. Uh, I also think that would be funny if like this is the first good one in like you know a couple of years because everyone hates Brie Larson for some reason. Uh, so I think it'd be funny if this was a good one because the first Captain Marvel, not that good. But... Like how Guardians kind of like just doesn't count because like. Oh yeah, I forget. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does. Like, but like, you, you are like. I mean, you not naming it is kind of like. I mean, because like, well, it's so disconnected. Yeah, from... and it was like always going to be like it was going to be a good movie. Like, there was no world where like the third Guardians movie was going to be bad. Yeah. yeah, it's not really like. And it is a. It is a real. It does feel like a real trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think the Iron Man movies or the Captain America movies... Was there even three Captain America movies? Or yeah, because Civil War is technically... Yeah. Uh, Civil War. That's the thing. It's like Captain America... That does not feel like a trilogy. Like, those movies are good. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't feel like a trilogy for the Captain America character. But Guardians does feel like a trilogy for the team. You know, they all grow and have their own arcs that are self-contained in those movies. No, I agree. Yeah. Such a smart good. guy, Aaron. Thanks. <laughs> been taking smart pills. <laughs> I've been taking my meds. I've been taking my D, my vitamin gummies. <laughs> he said I've been taking my dip. Dip? Yeah, I'm dipping now. I dip. Whatever. That's the ultimate, like... Because <laughs> that's the ultimate... Like, you start smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and then you go to vape. And then to stop vaping, you go back to cigarettes. And then stop cigarettes, you move on to dip. God, if That's we what do you that, put me down. <laughs> I'll be on, not to not to derail this, but like 
those cigarettes that are sitting in my car, I kind of like I want some every day. Um, <laughs> there's cigarettes in there. I was ranting so, like, to Gabe about it. I was like, the problem is, it's just so fucking cool. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, no, we had like a full like ten minute conversation yeah. Friday night. Like, <laughs> cigarettes are so cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, if, if I like you so- just can't deny it. Like, it is just the coolest thing. <laughs> The context for this is that me and Trevor are on a six-year journey that is about to come full circle, I think, because it started with us smoking cigarettes and then switching to vape. And I think to stop trying to vape, it's going to lead us back to cigarettes. <laughs> Trevor, I would say, is probably already back on cigarettes. I kind of, yeah, I mean, for like now. You, you just, you <laughs> smoke cigarettes now, like. And I haven't since I was over there, but, like, the fact that I am within walking distance of nicotine... Like, I'm probably going to smoke a cigarette tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to limit myself to, like, having, like, three or under in a day. Which sounds like a lot if you don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> but if you do, that's a pretty, that's a pretty limited amount of cigarettes. So that's probably, that's probably about how much I smoked when I did smoke cigarettes originally. Which is the fuck thing, because it's like, I could have stopped that cold turkey easily. Because oh, yeah. that does sound like a lot, but in terms of nicotine, it's really not that much. Like, you could quit that and probably get over the cravings in a couple days. But instead, we went to vape, which is just like an insane amount of nicotine. You're constantly just dosing on it. Yeah, because you can just do it in. Like, you have to commit to cigarettes. You gotta go outside. You gotta get. I can just leave class, go to the bathroom. I mean, you don't have to go outside, bus. but I don't know what my house smells like, smoke. And God for forbid cigarettes? if you're in public. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, that. Th- I am sad that I've never really got the opportunity to smoke a cigarette indoors, because that is pretty sick. I think. But, yeah, that's also If I ever get rich, I'm just building a smoking room in a house, though. Yeah, that's probably... Like, it needs to have that, like... Like, my great-grandparents were smokers, and, like, their walls were, like, fucking, like, stained yellow, because they had smoked inside. <laughs> Hey, you guys want to talk yeah, about? Uh, I was gonna say, we're talking about Mishima. Trevor's movie. My movie, my fucking movie that I picked, made you fuckers watch. Or did you? Well, you watched it. Or surely. did you? Or did I? No, I didn't. Can we make that a thing? No, <laughs> like, no, that's a bad uh, yeah. quitting. <laughs> yeah, I don't think <laughs> I don't think Trevor can handle it. <sighs> All right, Trevor, you want to intro your? <sighs> Your little film here. Don't call it little. It's a big boy movie. It's in the Criterion Collection. <laughs> My film. It's Mishima. A life and Well, you didn't make it. Jeez. My. <laughs> Mishima. A life in four chapters. 1985 film. It's by Paul Schrader. It's like a Jap- Japanese, U.S. Uh, kind of joint picture. Um, it's about famous Japanese philosopher, writer, TV <laughs> action star, <laughs> film director, a lot of things. Uh, Yukio, I think it's, yeah, I think that's how you say it. Mishima. Yukio, yeah. yeah. And uh, what happened to him on the fateful days of November 25th, 1970. And um, 
shouldn't laugh because it's kind of depressing. Uh, but you know, it is pretty fucked up. Um, yeah. And uh, it's all real that, so that's kind of crazy. But I mean, he's an interesting guy. I'll say that his philosophy stuff is very unique. There's a lot of. I've never really heard anything talk exact. I've never heard a guy write so much and hate writing so much. Like, that's kind of the thing with him. I don't know. He's kind of gay. Um, he is kind of gay. He's just that. Which? He's just that masculine. It becomes gay. Yeah. I was uh I was reading that uh is uh this, well this this movie was actually banned in Japan uh <laughs> because of uh well it wasn't banned it was never officially released in Japan because of a boycott uh that was organized by his uh widow um mm. and several far right wing groups that were basically uh, just really upset about the portrayal of him as being homosexual, even though uh, a lot of that stuff comes directly from his uh, biography uh, that he wrote. Uh, autobiography. But like the uh, the becoming erect at the, uh, at the the martyr uh, and some of the things about being closeted. We're in that, but uh, that's kind of the thing with him. I feel like I feel like it was. It's inevitable that he's going to get a lot of um, right-wing people obsessed with him. Well, he is. Well, he himself has uh, a lot of right-wing and (laughs) like pretty right-wing nationalist, ultra-nationalist guy. But I just, well, all I was going to say was he's just, he's just supremely Japanese is his entire thing. Like, it is just, like, he is, it is the nationalism. Like, it is just, like, a profound nationalism. And it's kind of, I don't know. I can't really understand that um, perspective. Um, But I suppose, I mean, I don't know, growing up in the, during the war... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I've read about how, like, you know, not being able to join the military had, like, a pretty significant impact on his, like, uh, mental health and development. And it's how he gets the private military thing, eventually. Because he got to be so famous as, like, a creative... He's like, hey, I really want to do like military stuff, and it's like, yeah, you will get let you do like a little, little thing, you know. You can have, you can join with the boys. Yeah, I was reading about that. They just they let him train there and go through everything, just because. Yeah, he was very famous. <laughs> what do you think of it, though, Trevor? Or, you know, I like it. Um, overall. Um. I don't know how I personally feel about some of the uh, technical aspects of the film. 
By that I mean to say, um, like the structure, I should say. Um, I just, I've never, I, I, I don't know. I'll probably come around to it. I probably by the end of this conversation, but like frame tails and stuff like that. I don't know. Usually, kind of have to sell themselves for me. But I like how it explores like his concept that he had. Um, sort of like the um, like beauty as like a expression of truth kind of. And like action instead of inaction. That thing they say towards the beginning that, that kind of is very telling to like his whole mindset of like for most people like you know, like like words came first for me. Like he you know lived in like and like what does he say? He talks about like word like the writer as like a a voyeur. Um. Yeah. And that's that's pretty like I don't know that's telling of his entire. Um, mindset on this. It's like it's all just kind of like a cheap imitation of reality and of action. And you could never like truly capture, like no word can ever express anything in the way that it can be experienced. And I do like that some of the stories, especially like the second story, that definitely plays a lot into that. Because the second one's like, well, they're all pretty much like how he was at certain points in his life, I'd guess. Um, I feel like the first one's a bit more stretched than the others, but I don't think he went and burned a pavilion when he was, like, a child, but, like, <laughs> um, the rest of it, though. Like, no, I just... That was that was a real thing that happened, though. That, I mean, not him. <laughs> what, that, did that, a guy that... burn that? I did not know that. Yes, that, that book is based on, like, an actual uh, Buddhist student who burned a like a super famous and historical Japanese Buddhist temple that was kind of famous for surviving the war like everyone thought it would be bombed in the war and it made it through and then this guy burned it down <laughs> I shouldn't laugh but that's just <laughs> I, I that's intense for, I, like I mean you really yeah, are committed to the bit like I didn't read in the I don't know if his motivations were were really how they were portrayed in the film and I guess Mishima's uh, book about it, or if that's sort of like added in, you know, if, you know, if, if, if the temple of the golden pavilion, that's what the book is called. If that's like historical fiction, I, I'm not sure. But it is based on a real, a real uh, arson crime. I, guess. I did not know. No. I just, I just, I, I find all that pretty interesting to me because there's, there's not a lot of anybody ever that writes about like how writing is bad. Like it just, it just makes it so strange because like inherently like engaging in it is wrong. Like he shouldn't even be telling me this, you know, like, and he knew that, and like the movie knows it too. Like that's the, like the movie itself is like. You know, of course, the movie though is more about like sort of his. Um, I don't really know exactly what to call what it is. I mean, like, ultimately, it's like encapsulated in when he comes back in 
from like his speech. And he's like, oh, they didn't even hear me. Like, that's kind of what the movie is. I don't know how to express it better than that. But you know what I mean? Like, the, I feel like a lot of the movies dedicated to that. Like, both in that he's still committed to it. And what that said about him. And what that represented. But, like, also in just... I don't know. I... <laughs> somebody committing their life so strongly to something and then just kind of like not sticking the landing like what that is still trying to stick it I suppose but you try yeah yeah um, I remember reading about the guy they like uh, they like had kidnapped they'd held hostage I should say mm -hmm. I remember reading about how he was like on, it, like during the trial, he's like, I don't like hold any ill will to these guys. Like I did read that as well. Yeah. He, he's like, they didn't like hurt me physically. They only hurt themselves, and they, you know, uh, something, something kind of nationalistic. Like he was like, they did what they did for the good of the country, and I'm like, bro, why weren't you out there? Like I, I think Mishima like fucked. <laughs> they should. They should, he should have just talked to you a little bit more. I think maybe you would have had a better go of things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, th I do. Remember, yeah, it wasn't it was something like he was saying like, yeah, they did the right thing. I think <laughs> something like that. Basically, <laughs> that's what I mean when I'm saying because he is definitely like super right wing. Because being nationalist is super right wing. But like, it is just kind of interesting. It's a it's a kind of right wing that we don't talk about a lot because he's pretty like anti capitalist. You know, yeah. and that's not really something we often well, because... associate with, like, conservatism and with right-wing stuff. <sighs> I mean, yeah, being against it, I should say, right, yeah, but... Yeah, just any, like, influences that... Coming outside of Japan, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's caused by the materialism, that, like, it's because of the... Yeah. The false, like, selling and trading and stuff, but... Globalism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, in the way that word actually means, yeah. I mean, uh, one of the other guys, you probably read that. One of the other guys, he did kill himself. I think maybe more than one, but uh, I, I know one of them did. Yeah, that he told not to. The one he specifically was like, I have a girlfriend, like, that was the one, I believe. Yeah. Because he's like, dude, you got, like, He's like, because, like, that's the thing. Like, his entire philosophy is, like, like it's kind of weird that they ever were going to do that to begin with. Because that's kind of against the entire, like, thing, I, I would think, right? Because it's supposed to be about, like, I mean, like, going up in a puff of smoke, like, you know, at your apex, right? Like, the beautiful breaking, bursting dawn or whatever he talked about, right? Like... You know, yeah. like, I'm 40, time to die. Like, you know, like, it, it's about that. Not like, um, I don't know. Not, not, it's not about killing yourself, right? It's about doing it before you, like, decrease. Because I was reading about his own stuff. And, and the reason I think he came to that conclusion was because, like, in the day of, like, and I, I forget if they addressed this in the movie or not, but, like, the, in, the, like, the day of the samurai, 
um, like there was an avenue for that kind of because I, I I read a little bit about his philosophy and stuff. They talk about it a little bit, but like his um, like he sort of grouped everybody into like nocturnal and solar, and like nocturnal was like the world of like the philosopher and like the writer and the intellectual, and then like the solar is like the the the, the hard you know. The, the the experience the the you know the athlete the bodybuilder the warrior, um, and he came up with that because he saw a bunch of guys like lifting. I think it was like one of those um, I forget what they were doing, but it's a bunch of laborers just lifting shit, and like being out in the sun and looking up. And he never left because he's always sickly and shit. And he's like, they get to see this, they get to see the sun and the blue sky. And there's no words to describe what that feels like or something. And I don't know. He, he saw a bunch of Greek statues and got really horny, I think, and that kind of informed a lot of it. Um, but, uh... Yeah. Uh, shit, I don't know. I was actually making, like, a point, and then I just completely lost track of it. Uh... I'll come back yeah, to it. I will come back, yeah. <laughs> what did you think, Gabe, as a guy who definitely watched it? Yeah, a guy that movie? watched it. What did you think? Yeah, uh, I definitely watched it. And um, I definitely liked it. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Don't... I'm still... Which, okay, granted, hypothetically, you know, if I had watched this... <laughs> um, it was, it was, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I went in blind, like completely blind. Um, I did not, because that's what you recommended. I haven't really read anything about, uh, Mishima or his works, uh, or much about the movie. Um, but I did enjoy the movie itself, um, you know, hypothetically, uh, it felt very three colors. It, it just it, it gave off a lot of those same vibes for me. Um, I thought it, blue in particular. I don't know. It, that's just me. Um, I can see that. The score is probably one of the best of all time. No, it is. That is, it is one of the best scores uh, I've ever heard. Um, I kind of liked the structure. I mean, I didn't have any qualms with it. Uh, I enjoyed the flashbacks and the relating. I mean, I don't have any deeper interpretations of the meaning behind it. I, I could see how things, how the you know, the novels related to those particular periods of his life, but uh, he was an interesting guy. That's that's what I have to say about him. Did, uh... I do have a question. Did the other guy that you said one of them killed himself, mm -hmm. did they go to prison? Um, Did any of them go to prison? I forget what the result... I mean, they definitely went to trial. I forget what the result yeah. of the trial was. 
Uh, okay. Let me, uh... Yeah, I was going to see if I could find that. Uh, are you looking for it, John? Um, they got they got jailed, yeah. For four years. Okay. Oh. That oh, was it. Okay. Seemingly. Um, okay. Well, Japan just has, like, really... Small, rich synthesis, don't they? I could be wrong, but I, I I wouldn't know. I just I know there is like a book in Japan, like written by a by a guy who killed like two people in horrible ways, and then he was just sentenced to like under ten years. Oh, the cannibal like, guy? No, not that. Because that's a <laughs> no, not that. That's how I. That, that's. Bro. That's how I got down on the rabbit hole because I was reading about the cannibal guy. The cannibal guy did his crimes in France and then was sent to Japan. And J because of the way the laws work over there, they can't charge him for crimes that he did in France, I believe. Because he's already... I, I don't remember fully how it worked, but like he's already been charged for the crimes in France. So he can't be retrialed in Japan. But no, it's something like it was a kid who killed, who like killed like two other kids and like wrote like notes to the police, like taunting them, like the fucking zodiac <laughs> killer. But because he was a child, they just could only sentence him to like maybe like four years in prison or whatever. He's like written a book about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I thought it was awesome. I really like the structure. Um, kind of like how you said, Gabe. I liked how every... It's like every every part consists of... You know, a short little scene showing Mishima on his way to overthrow the government. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucky little way. <laughs> yeah, and then, it's, and then it's sort of like, you know, like a biopic of uh, different... Uh, periods in his life uh as well as i i guess adaptations of of his of his work and yeah like you said Gabe, I, I don't know what the deeper meaning is there but the uh the surface level connections are very clear yes the, the yeah, you can and, easily and relate yeah, yeah, they, they they mirror what's going on in Mishima's life at the time. Um, shows through his his literary work, and then all of those sort of come together to color his plan to overthrow the government. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, just his entire philosophy and outlook on on life and beauty and death and masculinity and. Uh, loving Japan, just all of that uh, is present in in all of them. Um, I I also love the soundtrack. I thought it was amazing. It was really beautiful. Uh, it heightened the the movie really well. I thought, um, and I really love how weird. <laughs> I I don't know a better word, but. I love how strange, like, the novel adaptations are presented. Um, they are very, it's, it's a, it's a yeah. buzzword, but it is, it is dreamlike. Like, they, they do. It is. It's, it's like, how, yeah. They play with it's space. Hyper, they play with, like. Yes. 
it's super colorful. Like it, the sky is like pink and everything. It's really uh, surreal looking, I guess. And and uh, yeah, like it looks like a theatrical like set. Like it looks like a stage production. Uh, yeah. Like that, you can tell. Like some of them are just like. Like, uh, I think the second one, what is that, uh, Kyoko's house or whatever, it's like, you, it goes over walls and it's like, there's no ceiling. And there's that one scene where they're in the diner and it transitions to another location, but like all of the set decoration just like rolls out and then the <laughs> camera pans over and it's like a different set. Um, and the Golden Pavilion set, that looked really awesome, I thought. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, that was super cool. How it was like, not the size of the actual Golden Pavilion, I imagine. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it was like watching a, a stage production, I guess, of of one of his novels. It was really cool. Um, I like the third one, uh, the set, like the set piece or whatever, where the main student and like a, a, he's like in the group they're like planning you know when they're gonna assassinate the guy and then the walls like all like kind of fly off and like just go down and then all the uh i guess cops come in and just surround them like out from the dark yeah that was cool I, really I, li- I liked that. in that one the set of where he was like coming through the forest to like break into the guy's house. Yeah, and he just slices through the painting and he's just inside. Yeah, <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, know. I, I, I love this movie. I thought it was great. It's wild that like he just wrote a story about like doing what he ended up doing <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody nobody at all was like eh, man got a lot of thoughts about the government um yeah that's a, yeah like all of his all of i mean not maybe not all of his books but at least all of the books that were touched upon in the movie had like you know obvious parallels to what he would eventually do they're all sort of mm. obsessed with like the idea of like uh preserve uh preserving beauty through like killing yourself basically or, yeah or like destruction. radical yeah self-destruct um, it's wild like, <laughs> 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 like that's what i was that's what my point was because like i was i remembered like i was like what i said earlier about like the nocturnal solar thing like, like the samurai had an out because they would die in battle, but there's no out in, mod- in modernity. So he's like, he is basically just like, well, performance art. Like that, like you gotta kill yourself. Like I, <laughs> like I don't. I'm sure there's more to it than that, but like that's kind of like his. Because like to him, anything else would be like hypocritical. To like endure past the peak, right? Like, the solar apex is to, like, when the sun is at its height, like, that's literally, like, against his own philosophy, like, it's against his worldview at that point. To get, like, to just watch yourself slowly degrade, right, is, like, inherently antithetical to what he was coming to think, and so... 
Oh god, yeah, what was no, the thing he called? No, I don't. I don't think they say this in the movie, but like something like he called words like little white ants. Like that's what he described word like that they gnaw and they like take away. I don't know. It's just a lot of wild stuff from him. And I, I, I like that the movie is so... Because you're right, I come around to the structure now. Um, Ash, you're hearing you guys talk about that. <laughs> I do this every time when I watch a, anything like this. I do this with uh, An. I think it's how you pronounce that, which is another Japanese movie, which is also great. And if any uh, of you guys haven't seen that, watch that movie. Um, I'm not going to recommend it, though, because it's like two and a half hours long. Um, but... Um, yeah, like you said, that Aaron, that it just like so perfectly goes with like each stage of his life, kind of. And uh, it's just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great time. It's a, it's a. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel weird saying that because it's, it's not really a great time for me. It's a heavy movie. Like it's, it's heavy. Uh, I feel like took a lot out of me to watch it. <laughs> um, and I do want to rewatch it at some point because, I, again, I just feel like there's a lot of stuff that, like, beyond a surface level, I probably didn't fully get. And this is one of those movies that just makes you really interested, I think, anyway, in reading more about the subject matter and just, uh, you know, learning as much about it as you can. And then maybe coming back to it one day with that outside knowledge, I think, would probably heighten your uh, experience uh, like I, I want to learn more about uh, Mishima I, I mainly just read about uh, the actual event uh, the what November 25th uh, 1970 uh, I read about that and I read a little bit about the, the group that he formed and how they got to train with the army but i would just like to go through and read all about his life it also made me sort of interested in like reading some of his work no yeah i am very interested in like his uh philosophy stuff because there's a lot of like i'm not a right-wing nationalist okay one i'm certainly not a japanese right-wing nationalist but um i don't know I relate to the, like, the action stuff, you know, and, like, the, um, I can't relate to being a bodybuilder, but, um, you know, that is, that is cool, though, that is badass, um, I don't know, the, the experiential thing, I guess I should say, I, I relate to that most of all, like, the, the emphasis on experience, I, I like that kind of look, I was looking it up here, his, um, Kind of like, I, I don't want to call it his manifesto, but it's kind of that. The subtitle, it, it's Sun and Steel, and the subtitle, Art, Action, and Ritual Death. So, you know, I don't know how, I mean, I guess it's different in Japan, but like, I mean, you make a book like that, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did get a lot of, like, that was two years wow. before it, too. That was published two years Yeah, before. I guess... Yeah, like, maybe someone should have... <laughs> <laughs> checked up on him. I mean, he did get a lot of, like... I was reading, like, he did get a lot of, like, criticism at the time from, like, more liberal uh, people. And yeah. Like, you know, there was that scene where he goes to the... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
goes and argues with the, all those all those liberal cocks. You know? <laughs> that that was a it's like Ben Shapiro going to like debate a college campus or something. God, I wish they got that heated with Ben. Ben Shapiro wouldn't let them. That's the thing. He'd be yeah. like, he'd be like, you guys are like not being very open to discourse. <laughs> Typical libs. Yeah, he certainly just wouldn't like smoke a cigarette and look like a chad. <laughs> yeah, that's um, dude. You can get away with so much if you're smoking a cigarette. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, uh, well, not speaking of anything, that just made me think of the actor who played him. Uh, he was great. I thought oh, he was yeah, awesome. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. I mean, every, I think everyone in this movie, you know, is good, but he obviously has the most screen time. It's uh, sort of a character piece on the guy he's playing. So, Ken Ogata, that's the uh, actor's name. But he was great, and I thought all of the... Uh, all of the main protagonists in the stories that were adapted, they were all really good as well. I, I really like the guy in the in the second story, the the bodybuilder. He's kind of obsessed with his, his looks. I really liked his performance. I thought it was good. I was looking on Letterboxd. I don't think I've seen anything else. Oh, he's in, uh, some, he's in something I've got set for us. Uh, well, he was in Edo porn. Um, Edo Porn. That was a movie. I don't know how to. Um, what is that? I'm I'm the pretty porn? sure it's just a softcore like samurai movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've seen a movie called like Orgies of Edo or Edo. I keep fucking. I don't know which one it is. And uh, that's pretty much what it was, except really violent. Um, but he is in a movie that I have for October. <laughs> I'm sorry. Welcome to the Hooptober segment. <laughs> Trevor's gonna reveal his Hooptober list. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not doing that. If anybody cares, I didn't expect to see uh, Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas <laughs> present in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just the most random thing. That caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. You see, I, it seems like uh, George Lucas would like fucking get off too. I'm not. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, and then he, he, he's something about the solar, and then you know he <laughs> he goes in the sun, and you know he's it's about beauty, <laughs> and he kills himself. That's what George Lucas is going to do in like a couple of years. Like him and Tamara Morrison yeah. and Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. <laughs> oh no, not Dave. <laughs> Dave, it's too soon. We need more content first. I'll give it a nine. That's right. I dropped a stealth score on you. I segued into dropping my score. I just drank some water and almost died. <coughs> no. <coughs> I also give it a nine. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic movie. Uh, it made me feel things. <laughs> I remember feelings. 
you guys remember feelings? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's such a great bit. I know, I, I, I know a guy like that. Yeah, me. <laughs> exactly. Movies are the only thing that can make me feel now. <laughs> I live within yep. the pictures. <laughs> I feel vicariously through content. I am the guy in, uh... I'm thinking of ending things. <laughs> God. <laughs> are you thinking of ending things? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Thought you were gonna have our Oh, only like 50... Yeah, I'll wait till I'm like 50 and then I realize, like, oh shit. <laughs> gonna waste a lot of time. Uh, I will also give it a 9. And you did watch it? <laughs> well, we gotta guess first. I mean, we've already yeah, committed gotta... to saying. I mean, I, I'm committing to saying he did. I, was, I mean, I'm, do you think I watched it? I, yes, because I think you It's did. not about I, commitment, do you think? It is it, for me. It I is for me. It? it is for me right now, yes. I think you did. <coughs> you think he did? Yeah, I watched it. <gasps> Gabe! Yeah. You watched yep. one of the my first movies! Movie. The first Trevor recommendation that Gabe has watched. <laughs> Probably the last! <laughs> But it was a good one, wasn't it, Gabe? No, I lied about my score. I give it a two. <laughs> that would be funny. No, it was it was really good. Yeah, and I'm sure some of your other ones. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you should have fucking watched my other ones. I know the Vanishing is one is the one that I know like I I should have watched. I, I would have liked that one. I kind of wish uh, I didn't recommend. I don't. I think about the vanishing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of wish I. I mean, it was on that poster. I was gonna have to watch it eventually, but like, fuck me. Like, I. I just don't like to think about it. <laughs> I'm glad you recommended that one. That's a great movie, but I'm glad everybody liked me. Aaron, are you okay? Yeah, Aaron, yeah, you, you're you know, starting I think to worry. I'm okay, man. <laughs> Goku, are you okay? Some water went down the wrong pipe. That's how everybody I'm feels. Really fucking yeah. That's how everybody feels after I hit my like dead pin and I just start. Going, <laughs> no, we just kind of laugh at you. I was gonna say, I actually nobody cares enough. <laughs> oh yeah, because then it's funny because we know you just smoke. Yeah, well, I was joking. I could have died. You're yeah, Aaron you're almost died. Dude, like... I, I literally almost died on this podcast. You guys want to know what I'm going to recommend next week? I guess you can tell me. I don't have to. I'd like you to. I'm sorry. Gabe, would you like to know? I mean, not... Not really, but, like, you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to recommend an action movie oh. from 1974... Called The Taking of Pelham 123. Directed by Joseph Sargent. I don't know if you guys have heard of this movie. I have not. But. No. It's about a group of dudes who hijack a New York subway car and demand uh, $1 million from the city of New York. And I guess the efforts to to stop them. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's... <laughs> One million for all that? Jesus. I mean, yeah, like, well, I know it was 74, but like, but fuck, even then. Like, still, I, <laughs> I think you can, <laughs> yeah, you could aim a little higher, I think. Uh, it's available for free on Tubi, or if you have an HBO Max subscription, if you don't care about the strike and you're still giving your money to Warner Brothers, you can watch it on HBO Max as well. <laughs> All right, I love that moral dilemma you've posed. <laughs> yeah, mean, now yeah. I'm a bad person if I yeah, like, sit no, so through I. ads I, on I, Tubi. I still pay for it. I guess I got to set through ads now because I don't well, want. I want to be on the right side of the picket line. Fuck me. <laughs> well, then you're supporting Fox News. Oh or whatever, shit! Tubi, Tubi's uh, yeah, Tubi is Fox. like literally we like a, a branch win. of Fox News now. God, I just it's like I don't know. I'm just gonna pull them. We gotta buy it on DVD. That's what we gotta do. But if you wanted to get here in time by next week, you'll have to Amazon Prime it. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Uh, and they're making workers piss in bottles. Gosh dang <laughs> it. Trapped. There's no escape. Piracy. Well, we yeah, can't actually, escape yeah, that, that capitalism. I am pro piracy. That's gonna get me in trouble someday, but <laughs> I said it. I'll stick to it. I, you know, it's all it's on the record. I did a Trevor presentation on it once in college. Like I stood up in front of a whole fucking class. <laughs> and it was it was great because like, you know, a college class I mean like a, a communications class that everybody has to take. I wasn't even like half as cringy as some of them. Like <laughs> but still I didn't realize like piracy like I, I just feel like I'm used, like I mentioned to someone at work, like, where do you find some of these movies? And I was like, oh, I just pirated them if they're not on anything. Oh, like, they were surprised. Like, you what? <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they weren't like that, but they were just like, oh, I've, I've never done that. Bro, it's not a victimless crime. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, you just like, you know, Veins bulging. <laughs> Have you ever pirated a movie game in Minecraft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've pirated movies before. In Minecraft. In, in Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> How far can you take that? <laughs> Have you done the Have you done like the pirate like download it or um more like the uh, like the Putlocker like those. Uh, it's it's mostly been like on websites like Puttlocker and uh, one two three movies that sort of thing. But but I had years ago. I had, I have it's been a long time. I have downloaded movies before. I feel like Puttlocker and like one two three movies, solar movies. Those used to be like a lot better than they are now. It's been a little while. At least for me. Like, I don't have a go-to anymore. Yeah, me neither. Like, it's been years. I haven't used I one in years, personally. <clears throat> I, I, I just tried to find one, like, a couple months ago for... Or no, it was Rick and Morty. Whenever Rick and Morty airs, I go to back to those websites. Because I don't care enough to, like, download the episodes. But I don't have anything that it comes to, like, as it airs. Uh... And it's okay for me to say that because Justin Roiland is a bad guy, so I'm not giving him my money. Um, 
but yeah, it's like all the ones that I use in high school are just gone now. It's like a, it feels like a different one every time because they just get like taken down so yeah. much, and like half of them are just like adware, like just a shit ton of garbage. Just the thing with me and piracy, it's like the thing I pirated the most recently, and I'll go ahead and say it. You know what I pirated? I pirated. Listen, yeah. hold on, let me look it up so I don't fuck it up on Letterboxd. Um, Trevor? Okay, never mind. My Letterboxd slowed down. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I got a Finnish movie from ni like 1954 called The White Reindeer, okay? Like. I'm, it's about a shape-shifting woman that turns into a reindeer. Like, I don't know where else I'm finding that. Like. Oh. Oh. What? Hello? Hello? We didn't hear were a you... word of that. Yeah. You said, like, one word, you glitched out, and then you were silent for a while, and then you said, I'm finding that. Oh. And then you didn't hear me again. Oh, wait, no, I get it now, okay. No, I just happened to say finding twice. <laughs> that is the thing. But, um, no, yeah, I must have cut out, because I couldn't load it on Letterboxd. All I was saying was that, like, the, the movie I pirated is, like, a 1952 movie. It's a Finnish movie called The White Reindeer. Like, I'm not finding that anywhere. It's about a woman that shapeshifts into a reindeer. Have you uh, watched it? <laughs> no, I haven't gotten to watch it's on it. My, it's on my watch list, maybe because of you. I don't know. It was on my Hooptober last year, so you might have seen it. But... Hooptober! Hooptober! Come on, Trevor, just drop the Hooptober list. Yeah, let us know. No, all I actually will make some changes to it. Uh, but, but it'll be up oh. by next time. It'll be up by next time. All right, next week. And Hooptober will have started exclusive. by then. We're going to get the full exclusive on Trevor's Hooptober list. And every week, we're going to be bringing you the updates like on the, all the Hooptober movies Trevor's watching. Where is my list? It's not even fucking showing up on here. Oh, no. Oh, no. They've taken my Hooptober list. No. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Somebody stole my Hooptober. <laughs> they took it down. No. All right, well... Yep. Sure, is actually showing up. No. Hey guys, I gotta go. A loop too. Okay. I think I think I'm running out of these guys. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that one. Uh... It's starting to feel like a gimmick, and um, you know, I did, you know, I just, I'm not getting the same artistic satisfaction out of this as I used to. Uh, I don't know. I might have to get my like creative win back. I, we'll see. You might need to start saying like actual words. <laughs> I might need to start having like fucking coherent thoughts. <laughs> I might have to start like having fully formed opinions. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. No. Anyway, <laughs> he's gone again. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop recording. I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm gonna stop recording. <laughs>